This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For connectors, cables, and more, call 920-435-2973 or visit pl-259.com. And by ICOM. Heard it? Worked it? Logged it. Visit www.icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information about ICOM radios. It's Ham Radio. It's time for Ham Talk Live, episode number 300. We made it to 300. It's a Parks on the Air summer recorded on July 1st, 2022. I'm your host, Neil Rapp, WB9VPG. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Ham Talk Live. Tonight, we're joined by Vance Martin in 3VEM to talk about some big news items coming from Parks on the Air. And uh, last episode, Mitch Ehrenstorf, AD0HJ, and Andrew Northam, KE8FZT, were here to talk about Walmart parking lots on the air. And uh, got a chance to uh, to get in on three passes. I did get one whole contact, but uh, had, had like a 100 for uh, my point total because of all the bonuses. So that was kind of cool. But anyway, uh, hopefully you, you had a chance to participate in Wimploda. There's a lot of fun, a lot of fun uh, pictures and videos out there of people and, and shopping carts and everything else. So if you missed that show, you can listen anytime at hamtalklive.com or on your favorite podcast app or over on YouTube. And don't forget, you can catch Ham Talk Live rebroadcast on Saturday afternoons on WTWW 5085 AM. And they usually run that about 3.30 PM Eastern time. So I'll be back with Vance right after this word from Tower Electronics right here on Ham Talk Live. Thanks for choosing Tower Electronics. How may we help you today? We have PL259s, we have in connectors, we have SMA adapters, we have BNC adapters. What can I show you today? Where's the tower? Well, we don't actually have a tower with us, but we have all kinds of things you can use with a tower. We have power poles, antennas, soldering irons and meters. Where's the tower? <laughs> Ma'am, that's the name of our company. We can't haul towers to all the ham fest across the country that we visit. But we have almost every connector and adapter you would need to connect your antenna that's on your tower. I don't think there's a tower back there. I really don't. Tower Electronics. Visit us at a ham fest near you or call 920-435-2973. Or see our whole catalog at pl-259.com. Sorry, one thing we don't have is a tower. And on the Tower Electronics ham fest schedule, July 9th. There'll be in Oak Creek, Wisconsin. That's on the south side of Milwaukee. 
Uh, July 30th, they'll be in Winchester, Indiana. And August 6th, they'll be in Elkhart, Indiana. And, of course, a couple of weeks after that, they'll be uh, down in Huntsville, in Huntsville, Alabama. But you can visit them anytime at pl 259 Com. The grass may be greener on the other side, but at least we don't have to mow it. You're listening to Ham Talk Live with Neil Rapp. Welcome back to Ham Talk Live. Tonight we're talking some parks on the air with Vance Martin in 3VEM, and he joins us on the Orlando Amateur Radio Club and Hamcation Zoom line. And you'll hear a lot about Vance and what's going on with POTA. So uh, here we go. Vance Martin, N3VEM, became aware of ham radio as a teenager when he stumbled onto some of his dad's old radio books, but didn't become a ham until April 2014, but since then, he's been doing all kinds of things. He passed his extra exam in 2015, been working on CW, and uh, spent a lot of his early years on the air from a mobile station. Now he's got his nice shack at home, but uh, still does a lot of mobile stuff. And he's he's big into parks on the air and the portable operations. So, uh, Vance, thanks for coming back on the show to talk about a busy summer for POTA. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you were uh, willing to have me. There's all kinds of exciting stuff going on right now. So we've got all kinds of exciting POTA things to share. Yeah, well, summer is definitely upon us. Uh, we've been out of school here for about a month out here in the Midwest. Uh, and, uh, I was just actually at a park just a little bit ago. I was doing a, a satellite activation trying to, to get, uh, get used to the, the new handheld and get everything ready to go before we take off to, uh, to, uh, put a six Yankee in front of my call sign here in a couple of weeks. But, uh, I uh, wanted to make sure everything was working right, and, and luckily it was. So so I was out at a park and, and thought, you know, we've got all kinds of questions we can ask about this. So we'll we'll talk about that a little bit later on in the show. But you've got some uh, some big things coming up. I know you you asked uh, several of us uh, out here in the in the ham radio media to to be presenters for. Uh, some plaques and, and for this big plaque event that's coming up. Uh, so tell us all about the big summer POTA plaque event. You bet. Yeah, we're, we're coming up on the, the time of year where, uh, basically since 2018, I think was the, the first year we did it, uh, where every summer uh, in conjunction with what we call our seasonal support your parks events, we've been giving away plaques. So. The first year we did it, there was just two plaques that we gave away, one for the activator that made the most contacts and one for the hunter that made the most contacts. And the, the event was very popular, so so it grew from there. So this year, uh, the event comes up on July 16th and 17th, so it's it's right around the corner. And the list of plaques has now grown to, I think we're up to 17 plaques that are available. So it's uh, for... 
basically each for activators and hunters. There's plaques for most contacts, most voice contacts, most CW, most digital. Uh, and then we have a rover and a chaser, which is similar to like the VHF, UHF, grid square rover crowd. So uh, just moving between parks instead of moving between grid squares. And then we have a club uh, category for clubs that go out and do activations, uh, which there's one new bit of information around clubs that that I'll share then. Uh, and then the newest plaques for this year, the, the plaques that are brand new for 2022 are the DX plaques by region. So we have uh, a DX plaque for uh, activators that make the most contacts from region one. Uh, from Region 2 outside of the contiguous 48, and then from DX Region 3, and then there's a, a hunter companion for each of those new DX plaques. So those are the, the fun new categories this year. Um, and then with the with the club plaque, the thing that we like to share this year, there's been a lot of activity around clubs. Uh, Parks on the Air was, has always been very popular as an individual activity, but more and more clubs have been getting engaged. So just within the last month or so, we actually put out a POTA guide for clubs. So for clubs that are planning on going out and chasing down the club plaque this summer, we really do recommend that they go to the resources section at POTA.app and check out that guide for clubs because it gives uh, some hints and tricks and kind of the nuances to to activating with a club so that folks can can be successful that are that are having a go at that. So so that's the the actual event itself. We're expecting a pretty big turnout. Um, I if I had to guess, I'd say there will probably be just based on past trends, there'll probably be at least a thousand different parks put on the air by somewhere between 800 and 1000 different activators so it'll it'll definitely be a very busy weekend um we might hit the 100,000 QSO mark in one weekend maybe we're we're kind of creeping up on that you know every every year um and uh and yeah it'll, it'll be busy and it'll be a lot of fun and then once the event is over the the thing that's new this year that we that uh, you had alluded to is we actually decided to do uh, essentially an awards style show. So when it comes time to announce these winners, we have a whole slate of presenters lined up. So it'll be, you know, like Oscars or, or Emmys style where myself and another one of our volunteers, uh, Matt N3NWV, who most folks know from like the POTA 101 videos that we put out, uh, will be acting as the MCs. And then we have uh, a whole slew of folks who are going to be actually announcing each category's winner. So we've got uh, a couple of you representing AR Newsline. We've got Josh from Ham Radio Crash Course, Colin from ICQ Podcast, Steve from Temporarily Offline Ham Radio, Santiago from Ham World Online, Charlie from Red Summit RF, Alan from the Pride Radio Group, Rhea from Rhea Shack, uh, Michael from KB9 VBR Antennas, Kyle from AA0Z Ham Radio, uh, Shane and crew from the Ham Radio Clubhouse. Uh, we've got uh, James, the Ham Radio Adventure Guy, Mike, K8MRD Radio Stuff. Uh, we've got Larry from Ham Radio Live and WRMI Shortwave. And we've got uh, George and Friends from the Ham Radio Workbench podcast. And then uh, Jason Johnston from Ham Radio 2.0. So we have a whole, a whole crew of folks that are going to basically help us announce those winners. So that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, the final date for the awards show isn't officially slated, uh, but we're targeting two weeks after logs are due uh, is when we'll when we'll be scheduling that uh, 
right now. So, so that's that's all the fun stuff around the plaque event. It's it's going to be an exciting an exciting July. Well, it sounds like a great time to to get out and operate from a park and a chance to bring home some hardware. So, uh, you gotta gotta like uh, putting another plaque on the wall. So that's a good option there for you. Uh, the July sixteenth and seventeenth, and yeah, if if you're if you're uh, Winning the club category, I'm sorry, but it's going to be Paul and I presenting. So, <laughs> well, I'll just go ahead and apologize in advance. So, uh, but yeah, it sounds like you've got the usual cast of characters there. So we'll, uh, we'll be happy to, to help out with that. Well, uh, you know, it's, it's time to, to get out. You know, it's, it's, it's warm here in, in, in the U.S. and, uh, Great time to get out and, and throw a antenna in a tree and, and get on the air. Um, but there's a lot of work that has to go on behind the scenes. And uh, just today, as we're recording this, uh, it'll be a few more days before uh, it's released. But um, as we're recording this, it's the first day of a new website feature that's going to help out uh, some of that. So tell us about the new feature. You bet. Yeah, the, today at uh, I think it was twelve hundred UTC, so uh, eight eight Eastern where I am. Uh, our new self service log uploader went live. So that's been probably the most requested feature for the the website uh, for a number of years, and we've been working on it for a while. We had uh, we did several rounds of beta testing. And earlier in the week, we hit the 7,000 logs uploaded in the new system via the beta testing groups. So put uh, put a few final polishing touches on it and launched it live to the, the public this morning. So now when folks log into Poda.app, uh, under your menu on the right-hand side of the screen, you have an option for my log uploads. And you can see the history of all of your logs that have been uploaded since the beginning of Poda, um, and then there's just a file dialog box right there that you can open up to upload your ADIF logs. So basically, the same logs that have been getting sent to the email addresses, you can now just drop right in that box, and they'll they'll zip right in. It's the the developer development team has come up with some pretty slick features within that that people will find as they use it. Um, you know, you can upload multiple logs at once. So if you go and do a rove and you have six logs, you can drop six logs in at once and click the button. And, you know, within a few minutes, you'll you'll see the stuff starting to update on the website. So that's that's been uh, exciting news this morning. And even in just the few short hours it's been live, uh, we're up to I think we're approaching 600 logs uploaded already today in that new system. So it's uh, it's off to the races, which will be a big benefit this summer for the plaque event because everybody can go out, do their activations, drop their own logs in right away, and then uh, just wait to see if they won. Yeah, anytime you can auto-magically update all those logs, that's always a great thing. So uh, that that should uh, pay many dividends for you all uh, having to having to move all those logs around everywhere and, and kind of automate things to where they'll just auto magically happen. So uh, that's a cool thing. And again, r- remind everybody of that web address. Yep. It's just uh, poda.app. So pretty easy one to remember. 
Yeah, so P-O-T-A dot A-P-P. There we go. All right, well, and then, you know, last time you were on the show, we were talking about your POTA update, and uh, you're recording um, a, a monthly update, I believe it is, um, and we've been uh, running some pieces of that over on Amateur Radio Newsline, um, and I know many other outlets have been uh, running it as well. Um, so you've got a little bit of an update on that. So give us the POTA update update. Yeah. So the, the POTA update update, and this is, uh, this is hot off the presses. Um, so, you know, I've been involved with POTA since, well, really since, since the beginning. So I, I basically have ended up with my hands in just about every pot there is. So I was actually looking to offload some work to some of our fellow volunteers and one of our, our volunteers that helps out is Matt N3NWV, who actually has his own YouTube channel and things. So I, I was able to, um, w- without regret, pawn off the responsibility of recording <laughs> the monthly updates <laughs> onto Matt. So um, a lot of people that are familiar with POTA already know Matt's face. They know his voice because he recorded all of our POTA 101 videos for how to do things. So he's, he's a very familiar face to the POTA crowd that watches YouTube also. Um, so he'll be the new face of the POTA updates starting in August. So the next update that comes out will be the last one that I record. And then Matt's going to take the reins of the POTA updates from there, which uh, I will admit uh, will probably actually help the quality of the updates because he's, <laughs> he's set up to do some <laughs> he's set up to do some real nice audio and video recording. So uh, as, as much fun as it was, I guess, for people to kind of watch me and my, my basement shack here doing the updates, uh, the, the production quality on those updates should <laughs> should jump up quite a bit when Matt takes over. So I'm I'm looking forward to a little bit more free time and he's looking forward to, to taking the reins on that. Yeah. And you know, you're, you're a lot like me. You, you want to take on everything yourself and get everything in, in, uh, you know, and get your hands into everything. And at some point it's like, you know, you, you got to back off. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta let some stuff go. And sounds like, uh, this will be a good move for, for all of you, um, to, uh, update the poda update so uh we'll look forward to uh to hearing those and get you some time to work on some other things because again kind of like me you've always got something uh cooking so uh we'll (laughs) we'll check in with those and uh, i know we'll we'll continue to have those over at uh, amateur radio newsline as well all right, well, we're going to take a break, and uh, when we come back with Vance, we'll talk a little more Parks on the Air right after this word from ICOM America right here on Ham Talk Live. Keep your competitive contesting edge with ICOM. Our high-powered base stations cut through pileups, letting you work the bands and record those contacts. Contest from the comfort of your own home or remotely with the RSBA1 app. Heard it, worked it, logged it. The IC7851 gives you a new window into the RF world and is HF excellence unparalleled. With faster processors, high input gain, high display resolution, and a cleaner signal, it is truly the pinnacle of HF perfection. It has dual receivers, digital IF filters, memory keyer, digital voice recorder, spectrum waterfall display, and an SD card slot. 
The IC7610 is the SDR every ham wants. This high-performance SDR can pick out faint signals in the presence of stronger adjacent signals. The IC7610 by ICOM is a direct sampling, software-defined radio that has changed the world's definition of an SDR transceiver. It has 110 dB RMDR, dual digicel, dual receiver, and RF direct sampling. Create your own band opening with the IC9700. This transceiver radio brings direct sampling sampling to the UHF VHF weak signal world. It's loaded with innovative features that are sure to keep you busy. Faster processors, higher input gain, higher display resolution, and a cleaner signal. With a 4.3-inch color touchscreen, real-time spectroscope and waterfall display, dual watch operation, full duplex in satellite mode, and smooth satellite operation with 99 satellite channels. The IC7300 is a high-performance, innovative HF transceiver with a compact design that will far exceed your expectations. The innovative transceiver digitizes RF before various receiver stages, reducing inherent noise in different IF stages. The IC7300 changed the way entry-level HF is designed. It has 15 discrete bandpass filters, the large color touchscreen, spectrum scope, SD car slot, and RF direct sampling. The real HF Fun starts here. Visit icomamerica.com/amateur for more information on icom radios. Oh yeah, you're talking ham radio, baby. You're listening to Ham Talk Live with Neil Rapp. <laughs> Welcome back to Ham Talk Live. Be sure you check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just uh, been trying to work through my uh, 13 colonies here, trying to get those uh, those last two bonus uh, stations over in Europe. So we'll try that again here after we finish up some more parks on the air with uh, Vance Martin in 3VEM. But first... You know what time it is. It, it's, it's joke of the week time. Now it's time for the Ham Talk Live Ham Radio Joke of the Week. The part of the show where Rick tells us a ham radio joke. The Ham Talk Live Ham Radio Joke of the Week is brought to you by QRM Labs. Now, here's Rick Garrett in 9GSU with today's Ham Talk Live Joke of the Week. I've been doing a lot of bicycle mobile operating recently, but I've got a problem. Every time I stop and get off my bike, it falls over. I guess it's just too tired. This has been the Ham Talk Live Ham Radio Joke of the Week with Rick Garrett in 9GSU. Tune in again next week for another joke from Rick. We're back with Vance Martin in 3VEM talking about uh, the big summer of POTA. It's Parks on the Air and uh, all the summer activities. Uh, we've got the plaque event coming up uh, the 16th and 17th, the new upload feature to the website uh, that we've been talking about and all these cool things that the POTA people have been putting together. So uh, just just. You know, for someone who's not big into the the parks thing yet, what exactly counts as a park? Like I said, a while ago, I was I was 
trying to do a satellite activation to make sure all the gear was working because I'm going to be doing a, a portable operation. And uh, so I, I went down here to Union Park, uh, just down the road. Is, is that going to count as a park? Well, it would depend on if it's in the official list or not. So um, the quickest way for folks to check to see if a park counts and is in the list is just at the main website, poda.app. At the top of the website, there's a search box, and you can just start typing in the name of a park and and see if it pops up. Uh, You can also go to the menu and browse the park list by like country and state and things like that. But the search box is the easiest thing to use. Uh, But if you're looking for general guidelines, the the program focuses on parks that are federal or state entities that run them. So most of your national parks are included in the system. Uh, Most of your state parks are included in the system. Um, Depending on the state, some of your like state fish and wildlife management associations, those parks and facilities uh, are in the system. So the, the general rule is it has to be either state or federally owned and operated. Um, and if you happen to come across a park in your area that is a state owned or federal owned that isn't in the system, um, there is a mechanism, some email addresses that are available at parksontheair.com uh, for who the mapping representatives are by state. So then you can ping that person and say, hey, this looks like a state park that doesn't look to be in the system. And then they get to go off and do their homework and see if it's one that we somehow missed. And and then they work on getting them added in. So that's that's the general scoop for which ones are and aren't parks in the system. Okay. Well, I, I just went to uh, the website here and punched it in, and, and Union Park was not on the list, but it's a uh, local it's a local park, so not not too surprised, but <laughs> so maybe we've got that uh, clarified here. Um, you know, and then the other thing that we want to talk about with with summer being here is is safety. You know, I, I was outside and and the grass is all crunchy because it hasn't rained in a while, and we've had all these crazy heat indexes and i don't know if you followed us uh at yoda here a couple of weeks ago we were at king's island and 105 heat index it was brutal <laughs> being portable out there for 12 hours but uh whew, uh you know there, there's there's some safety stuff that you need to keep in mind when you're activating a park one of which is some some dihydrogen monoxide you bet. Yeah, yeah. The the most important chemical compound of them all when you're when you're out and uh, and portable. Um, and yeah, the other thing that I tell folks, you know, aside from the water is is shade. So if you're going to be setting up for you know any extended period of time, make sure you have water. Make sure you have shade. Make sure you have some snacks. Um, and there's a lot of what I would call standard outdoor safety stuff. Um, but the, the thing that we also have to keep in mind is, as ham radio operators is, um, even though our activity as portable radio operation is generally within the permitted uses of public parks, it isn't an activity that's not normal to most people. So most other folks that would be wandering around in the area, curious what we're doing, um, they might not be aware that uh, for something that is wireless, we have got ridiculous numbers of wires involved. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> so, so we we always remind people, like, hey, if you're setting up in a park where there could be other people, um, 
do something to make sure that folks aren't going to trip over your coax and wires and antenna stuff, you know, use little yellow flag tapes or set up, you know, just a little off the beaten path so that you don't have to worry about that. Um, and then the other thing that, um, that I recommend to folks, you know, recently there's been a lot of talk about the, the new kind of RF safety evaluation rules for, for stations. So for, for a portable operator, um, you know, we probably don't think about that a whole lot. Uh, but the, the value, the math isn't that hard to do. You can go online and grab sheets to do it. And most of us have a pretty standard kit that we set up when portable. So it's usually pretty easy to say like, well, I, I travel with this radio. It's never going to do more than 20 watts. And I have a 50 foot length of coax that I use. And I always use the same dipole antenna. So you can usually figure out kind of your safe distances. And then I say, you know, print that out on a little card or something and just, you know, stick it in your box. Um, it would probably never actually become an issue, but it's, it's a good idea to do. Uh, and then also along the lines of, of safety, um, Matt and three NWV that I talked about, um, he likes to, to point out, and he actually had us add to the club guide that when you're doing a club activation, really to keep the RF safety stuff in mind too. Um, you know, if you're, you're doing a club activation and you've got some radios running and somebody wanders too close to the end of a dipole, you don't want to accidentally, you know, cause RF burns to the general public that, wandered by and touched a wire because they didn't know what it was so (laughs) so there's a lot of that uh, that type of stuff that you should be considering as well yeah you you just made me think back again to my my park this afternoon you know carrying around the big the purple arrow antenna and i got a couple of strange looks you know carrying around this big thing (laughs) taking it back to my car you know uh, and, and then we've got, you know, Wimploda coming up here starting tonight. So, you know, it's like, you know, we're going to get all kinds of crazy looks. So, yeah, make sure you, you keep the, keep those around you safe as well. Um, some, some flags, uh, you know, something to, to let them know where those trip hazards are. That's, uh, that's always a big thing. So. Well, it sounds like, uh, you know, with, uh, with summer, you know, having an, another month or two left here, we, we've got plenty of, uh, opportunities to get out and, and, uh, activate a park and, and work some parks from home. Uh, so it sounds like a lot of fun and, you know, like I said, chance to bring home some hardware, uh, with the plaque event. So, um, Vance, thanks for coming on the show and, and letting us know what's going on with parks on the air. And I'm sure we'll do it again soon. You bet. Yeah. Thanks for having me. And I'm looking forward to seeing what kind of turnout we get, uh, coming up here on the 16th and 17th. All right. Sounds great. Uh, let's see, you know, uh, July 17th is, is my ham anniversary. I didn't just now thought of that. So. We'll have to celebrate with a park on the air, maybe. <laughs> that, that sounds like a perfect plan to me. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, that is a wrap for this edition of Ham Talk Live. I'd like to thank my guest, Vance Martin, N3VEM, and everybody out there in cyberspace for listening. I invite you all back next time for a list of all of our upcoming guests. Go to hamtalklive.com. So for now, this is Neil Rapp, WB9VPG, saying 73. Seven five, and may the good DX be yours. For seventy three to you and your family, 
I'll be seeing you further down the log. Yes, 73 to you and your family. I'll be seeing you further down the log.